This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. The Dunedin Multicultural Council is a non-profit organisation that works to support the multi-ethnic communities in Dunedin. Since many of our members are migrants, we focus on providing opportunities to get to know people and develop new skills, networks and links with the wider community of Dunedin. This beautiful country, I call my home. This beautiful country, you call your home. This beautiful country. Welcome to Dunedin Multicultural Council on air. You're with Peter Kesha. I have a special guest in the studio with me, Namakao Nalumangu from Zambia. That beautiful song you were listening to was called Beautiful Aotearoa, and that was written by Namakao. So um, I'm going to let Namakao um, introduce herself and tell about tell us about where she's from. Hi, Namakao. Hi, Peter. Thanks for having me and for allowing me to come and talk about... Um, my commitment to dressing children for over 40 years. I come from Zambia, as you have said, and um, 
In fact, my name, Namakao, means a woman of substance. Oh. A hard-working woman in whose house will be found no hunger at all. So this is just one of the ways that I have lived up to my name. Yeah. And um, who named you? Oh, my father. Your father named you? Yes, my father <laughs> named me. And whereabouts in Zambia are you from? I'm from the western part of Zambia called Barotsiland. Yeah. And in that part of uh, the country, you know, just like ev- anywhere else in, a, in, in um, cultural communities, we have a lot of crafts. Right. Women um, do a lot of crafts. They make um, baskets, fruit baskets. Yeah. They learn d- different uh, patterns and stitches, which when I was growing up, uh, the average woman really just dressed their children from the works of their hands. And yeah. I benefited from that from that system because my mother had beautiful hands. And so I learned um, crochet, I learned knitting, I learned a little bit of weaving, I learned how to make brooms and, and baskets and mm. things like that. And it's that kind of knowledge which I got from my mother that I used to come up, you know, with what I would eventually call the Kweli dress. And Kweli is a Kweli frocks. And Kweli yeah. in my language means the moon. The moon. The moon. Oh, cool. So those little yeah. dresses that I'm going to talk about today, they are named after my granddaughter. And I designed that dress over 30 years before she was born. <laughs> but after <laughs> after her birth and when she became aware that she was wearing those dresses, which I made for her all the way from here and sent them to Africa. She fell in love with those dresses so much that she wouldn't wear any other type (laughs) of dress. So those crafts and things, they'd be handed down through the generations. Oh, yes. So all your mother, grandmother, great-grandmother. Exactly. Women passed those skills yeah. To, to their daughters, mm. and from one generation to another. Mm. And sadly, you know, because of the um, emergency of technologies, you know, that have taken over the making of crochet and knitting and other things, you find that younger, the younger generation, uh, th- these skills are almost dying out, you know, in, yeah. I- in the younger generation, which would be a sad thing because... Mm. Crafts are not just, you know, um, good in the textile and um, fashion industry. They are also good for hand coordination. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I I heard about one one doctor, you know, who was training doctors, you know, to become surgeons, and he insisted mm. that they learn knitting because it was good for their hand and eye coordination. Yeah, right. I can understand that. Yes. True. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. So the crafts that you're doing here now in Dunedin. Yeah, I have been. I, I way back in 1982, um, I already knew how to knit and crochet. But at that time, I learned two patterns: one knitting pattern and a, a, a crochet pattern. So 
after learning that new crochet pattern, I started using it to, I adapted it, you know, to make um, scarves and baby's jackets and booties. And eventually, I adapted it to and combined it with um, with a knitting pattern. And I designed this special um, girl's dress, which mm-hmm. I have been making. I've been making those dresses for over 40 years. Right. And um, when I started, I was giving them to family members. And then some people w- who wanted to buy bought them. But, you know, I I gave them away to family members and total strangers in the family and in, in Zambia. And then I, I when I moved to Botswana and South Africa and New Zealand, I continued making those dresses and giving them to total strangers. Sometimes I'd meet my mother and mm. her children in a park or at the bus stop, and I would offer them a dress. And for health reasons, I thought that I was going to retire from making those dresses after giving so many of them in the four countries where I have lived and sent them to. There is a child who has worn my dress, my Kweli dress, in every continent, on every continent. Well, so I thought... Yeah. I thought, well, maybe I can retire now. And I wanted to retire last year. And I gave myself the target of making one dress for every week of the year 2023. So that was going to be 52 dresses. Yeah, right. Well, what a task. That was a task, you know. 52 dresses. And then I I made an extra one to make 53. (laughs) Well. Yeah. So, yes, it was a task. But it wasn't the problem... Making those dresses wasn't really a challenge. What mm. now appears to be the challenge is stopping making those dresses. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're on a roll now, Cal. Because of, I've never heard that before. Someone having trying to stop doing something. Imagine, and and so I have, <laughs> I I have on top of the fifty three that I gave around that I gave away around Dunedin. Yeah, I have started now making an extra. I've already made an extra thirteen and. And, 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 and I will just keep making them sent to Africa and, and America. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. What an awesome project. And um, we're going to uh, play a song, another song. These are all original songs that were written by Namakel. And here's the song she wrote. It was a lullaby. Can you tell us a bit about the song, Namakel? Oh, yeah. Um, that song... The song that we're about that 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 you want to play for uh, uh, for this for this part of the program. Remember, it was a song that shows my love for children, yeah. my concern for children. Yeah. Because um, when children are ill, it's uh, very difficult. Parents are always find themselves in a dilemma when a child is ill. Yeah. All that children do is just cry. They don't yeah. know. They can't tell you how they are feeling, and you you have to use guesswork. Mm. And so, in this song, a desperate mother is asking their child, "Baby, tell me where does it hurt? Mm. How can I help you? Just give me a sign yeah. so that I can soothe you somehow." <laughs> that's what the, that's the essence of that song, Kikakai. Hope you enjoy it. We'll talk more after the song. <laughs> Kai, 
polisa utwa utukukakai nivata kukutova nivata kupolisa utwa utukukakai Welcome, you're listening to Dunedin Multicultural Council on air. You're with um, Peter Kesher and I'm with Namakel Nalumangal and we're talking about the craft she's doing here in Dunedin. Namakel's a, a Zambian woman living here in Otipoti and um, the song too you just listened to is, um, is Namakel singing and she wrote that song. She's a composer and lyricist of that song. Great song, thank you for that Namakel. Now tell me more about this craft, this craft you're making and and producing here in in Otipoti, Dunedin. You know, like I said, you know um, about the value of um, of crafts in a woman's life. Uh, we have seen how crafts are used in the textile and 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 fashion industries, mm-hmm. and. Um, we have seen a variety of products that are made from basically uh, simple materials as people keep adapting patterns and adapting their ways of um, using um, those materials. For example, in weaving, we have seen how um, the fashion industry, you know, uses weaving to make belts and hats and mats and other things. And mm. you would you would know th- about this far much better than me because your mom, yeah. Miss Akesha, you know, is, is, is an expert at, at weaving. Mm. And um, I, um, I feel um, honored and privileged to have known um, Miss um, Emma Kesha 
and yeah. and and her program, her weaving program around the country. And I'm hoping that as a grandmother, perhaps, I mean, a grandmother who's been involved in making hundreds of dresses for over a period of 40 years, um, I'm now thinking about the possibility of involving younger women, you know, yeah. in, in, in encouraging them, you know, to, to take up this, uh, these crafts, these skills that the older, older generation has um, used to benefit our, our society and our communities. Yeah. Perhaps, you know, if I could engage with um, uh, groups of younger women to teach them how to make this dress mm. through uh, using crochet and knitting, you know, this little dress... My granddaughter's uh, quelly dress will not <laughs> will not die. You know, it 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 will just continue uh, to exist as um, more women, you know, um, learn the, how to make this this dress. And um, your mom has been a huge um, um, uh, role model in terms of the promotion of um, using our craft skills to benefit the community and society as a whole. Yeah, and um, I think that's a great idea. And, and mum will probably be a great person to talk to and mentor you about how to put that into action. Yeah. Uh, to, yeah. With all the um, projects she's done, um, even the, even um, overseas, she's done a lot of projects in, in the Pacific, Australia, with her weaving. Um, but like, um, what, um, what are you using? What materials are you using for these dresses? What are you making them out of? Well, I make them out of um, knitting yarn. Yeah. Of, and our yarns have changed a lot. Right. They, you, you no longer get um, wool. And um, we are now using mostly acrylic. So now there is this variety of, of yarns that anyone could use. Um, and I think... Your mum would be a great help in mentoring me towards connecting with communities. Yes. Because yeah. while I have the skills, I may not be so good, you know, at c- connecting with the communities, you know, so that I could get, you know, this audience to teach. And I will, it's a good thing that, that I, 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 I could link up with your mum and see how we could move forward. Yeah. yeah. I, think that, that, I think that's a great, um, progression from what you've been doing to actually um, share your skills and yes, knowledge yeah. with the young people. It, and, um, you know, these skills are, are dying and it, 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 it doesn't have to be because although we have all these machines that can produce these things that we painstakingly are used to make, mm. we still... Humanity still needs those skills, you know, just for the sake of um, getting engaged, engaging your hands and your and your and your eyes and your mind and being creative. We cannot afford to just live, to just exist while the machines keep doing things for for us. The younger generation will will be losing a lot Mm. if we allow these skills to just go. Yeah. And. um, Especially, you know, knitting and crochet and also weaving. They are very good, you know, for calming people down mm. when, um, I, I mean, I mean, 
emotionally. They are very yeah. good for, for calming people down. So these are skills that need to be maintained and, and taught to, mm. to younger people so that they don't die out because emotionally, socially, we need these skills and yeah. they are also good, you know, even, even, even for um, physical health. Mm. I was surprised, you know, that um, my fit, fitness app, you know, would record the, the calories that I'm burning while I'm, I'm, I'm doing crochet and knitting. Oh, really? Honestly, <laughs> yeah. That's great. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. And also I was thinking as you were telling me that even when you're mentoring, I was thinking of mum, my mother, Misa Imakesha, when um, doing workshops, I know people loved being around here and just that one-on-one learning, but it's more than just learning. It's the uh, the interaction, the yes. laughing, the um, stories, the singing, the music. Yes, that, that yeah. would happen in a workshop that um, um, I'd love just being there. And even, even if I wasn't even weaving, just sitting there taking photos or, or helping set up the room for mum, just being in that atmosphere and watching people just leave kind of like go off the grid and leave their normal lives behind and just be. That's lovely. And, yeah, it was lovely. It That's was lovely. lovely. To see. So yeah. I hope that, you know, we can do something. You can move. I can move towards that somehow. You know, and, and, and I'm sure, I'm sure Miss, Miss Emma, Miss Emma Kesha would be delighted to, to, uh, to, to take me through, you know, to guide me towards in that direction. Mum would love to. Yeah. I'll speak to her. Actually, my phone was ringing. How's that? It was mum trying to call me. Is that so? Yeah, but we were in our interview. I see. So um, I'll ring back. <laughs> okay, um, okay. So um, for, for the listeners out there, anyone listening, if you're interested in being part of a workshop with Namakel uh, in her dressmaking um, workshop, um, uh, feel free to contact me um, where I can put you in touch with Namakel through the Dunedin Multicultural Council uh, website or our Facebook page. So um, if you're interested in what we're talking about, please feel free to contact us. Another thing, Peter, is that, you know, listeners, you know, could go and ch- look up my um, my um, Facebook profile. What is your, um, so if they're going to look on your Facebook profile, how will they find you, Namakel? Just through your name? Just through my name. I, unfortunately, I changed my name on Facebook to Namakau Namakau. Okay, so Namakau, Namakau, no. and they will be able to see uh, to, to see these dresses that I'm talking about. They are displayed there on face on my Facebook uh, profile. So if you want to go there, and Namakau's name is spelled N A M A K A U, so it'll be Namakau, Namakau. So type it; you'll find it anyway. You'll yeah, see it. yeah. And um, yeah. thanks for that, Namakau. Hey, we're nearing the end of our program, and. Um, I would like to finish um, with a, another song. Um, as you can see, Namakel is quite a prolific person, also a, a, a writer in many different areas and genres um, of art. And uh, as we played a couple of songs in this program, here's another one she's done. Yeah, and just before we do that song, I just want to express my love of New Zealand. You know, as we have as we have already listened to my song. Beautiful New Zealand. And in this closing one, I talk about my love of the ocean. Oh. You know, because where I come from, we are a landlocked country. Yeah. And there is nothing that mesmerizes me more than the ocean, 
Moana. Oh, well. Yeah. So can you tell us the name of the song that we're about to play? Liwate. And Liwate means the ocean. In oh. my language, even though we don't have an ocean, we still have that word, which means the ocean. Oh. Moana. Yeah. Well, so... um. Thank you, Namakel, very much for being on our program, and hopefully we can see we will see you in the future. Thank you for on, having on our me. Program. You're very welcome. Thank you. So to our listeners, thank you for listening, and um, we're on online on Otago Access Radio every Tuesday at six pm, or you can just go to their website and have a look, have a check out of our programs. Take care, and we'll see you next week. Makapaela mandinda hatu betamalu nivata kubona liwate nivata kubona mezi alungaliswa imamalu akolobi samoya nivata kubona museme walufulufamu shabati nivata kubona matindi lingongola michimbu Nibata kubona linyani, nibata kubona mangope, follow follow zami futa, nibaba nchafa mezi. Nibata kutwa liwate, niteleze pina, linyani hali omana, mandinda shapa machwe, nibata kunyungalike, nitini mfafazani. Nibata kuswala liwate, nikatuluse moyo. Nibata kutwa liwate, niteleze pina, linyanyuani hali omana, mandinda shapa machwe. Nibata kunungalike, nitini mfafazani. Nibata kuswala liwate, nikatuluse moyo. Nibata kubona liwate. Nibata kubona liwate. Nibata kubona liwate. This program was produced by Peter Kesha Music for Otago Access Radio 105.4 FM. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.